What is up my Sunlight Samurais, how are you guys doing? So yesterday I talked to you guys about social defeat and how that negatively affects your mentality, your sexual function, sexual desire, those kind of stuff. And I talked about social defeat as someone that is socially defeating you, but I want to elaborate a little bit more on that and how to overcome the social defeat with supplements as well. So social defeat, you can also do this to yourself. So when you, for example, uh, feel that someone is better than you, they drive a fancier car, they have more money than you, they live in a fancier house, and if that gets to you, and like, oh, I'm not as good as that person, you are automatically socially defeating yourself in the process, and this can also drop testosterone, increase cortisol. So basically what happens is that Anytime you become socially defeated and you stay in that defeated mindset is that you get an increase in the production of cortisol. So the hypothalamus stimulates the release of CRH, which stimulates the pituitary to release ACTH, which stimulates the adrenal gland to release cortisol. So what happens is you get a decrease in the levels of the glucocorticoid receptors in the hypothalamus. So you have a decrease in cortisol receptor in the hypothalamus. So this reduces the negative feedback loop. This means that you will end up with more CRH in the long run. So you have more cortisol, more CRH. Now cortisol tends to be anti-inflammatory in the short run, but it causes a lot of problems in the long run. And then CRH itself, released by the hypothalamus, is inflammatory and is involved in many uh, mental pathological conditions such as you know low libido, depression, anxiety, those kind of stuff. So you don't want elevated CRH and you don't want brain inflammation. So what happens is that cortisol, that's short-term release and cortisol promotes the release of dopamine, which then when it's going on chronically, desensitizes the dopamine D2 receptor. So now you have increased cortisol causing brain inflammation. Now you have a decrease in the dopamine D2 receptor uh, causing hedonia, like anhedonia, the opposite of the hedonia, it's anhedonia and depressive-like symptoms. So if you can restore uh, dopamine signaling, not necessarily increase dopamine levels, you can get rid of that depressive symptoms, but it's all because of the increase in cortisol. So also, cortisol and CRH inhibit the DNRH release, and DNRH is kind of like the first step in steroidogenesis, the whole axis there, stimulating luteinizing hormones, stimulating the testes to produce testosterone, and stuff like that. So you have a desensitization of the dopamine receptor, you have an increase in cortisol, you have a drop in your androgens, and then you have an increase in the serotonin to dopamine ratio. And serotonin is also what promotes apathy and mental, kind of like retardation, like mental slowness. And then serotonin itself also inhibits the like stereogenesis axis. So you have less androgens. So you end up in a state where you like chemically reinforce social defeat. That's kind of what I'm saying. So when you have high cortisol and low testosterone, you are passively already socially defeated. You don't have, you're in a very bad baseline. So when you have high cortisol, high, I mean high androgens and low cortisol, you're already in a good baseline where you are much less likely to become socially defeated. So by being socially defeated and you're allowing yourself to be socially defeated, you create a baseline down here where you are chronically socially defeated. So I was talking to Alex Shmoilevich, my sprint coach, yesterday about this. <clears throat> and he talked about the vagal nerve and how you can take one athlete and then let's say, for example, he's playing tennis in a small stadium and there's not a lot of people viewing the competition. You know, that 
athlete might be doing decently, he might not get a stress response, but suddenly you take him to a big audience, um, you know, it's a big tournament, and he gets a crazy stress response, and he just collapses, he, he can't take the pressure. Versus another athlete that in a chill circumstances, he's chill, he's in a high androgen state, but then you take him into a high stress state, he's still chill. And it's because he can buffer that stress, he can tolerate the stress, because he's in a high androgen state, he doesn't have a lot of cortisol, and all of these things that I talked about, the CRH, the dopamine, the serotonin, the androgens are in a good place. So there's a difference between the baselines between those two. So even if your baseline is low and you're not in a high stress state or what you might perceive as a high stress state, you will seem fine because you're not experiencing stress. That underlying low baseline is not being revealed. And when someone is on a high baseline can be exposed to stress, and they will remain at the high baseline because they can buffer that kind of stress. So let's talk about how you can resolve all of this. So in the previous video, I talked about how giving testosterone and also a dopamine agonist can partially restore sexual function in socially defeated animals. So testosterone was good, but it wasn't good enough. Adding dopamine to uh, testosterone helped, but again, helped more, but again, it wasn't like it resolved it completely, it's still partially there. And then there was another study where they gave testosterone or DHEA in the animals and DHEA was more effective than testosterone. So I just think that it comes down to having all of your androgens at an optimal level. You want high levels of DHEA, testosterone and DHT and dopamine. You want like all of those androgens to be high. And the DHEA converts into things like androsterone, 5-alpha reduced steroids that fill up the whole androgenic pool. So you want a high androgenic pool and testosterone only doesn't really give you the best androgenic pool if you don't have enough DHEA and that kind of pathway, pathway going as well. So you want the androgens, that's one aspect. Then the other aspect is you want to lower CRH and you want to increase the um, glucocorticoid receptor in the hypothalamus to upregulate the negative feedback loop so you can lower chronically elevated CRH and cortisol. So increase the glucocorticoid receptor in the hypothalamus. You can do that by one of the compounds was Imodin. So you can get Imodin in Cascara Sagrada or you can get it in a supplement called Lapidin from Idea Labs. It contains a good amount of Imodin and that should help to resolve this social defeat. And it's also a quinone which is highly anti-inflammatory, helps to increase NAD, restores energy production. It's a good supplement all in all. Um, so Imodin was another one. And then another aspect is if you're socially defeated, your brain upregulates the release of opioids. And I think this might be why some people are addicted to stress and constantly puts themselves in a situation where they might become defeated because they're addicted to that release in opioids. But the bad thing is opioids can also cause hypogonadism. So the study used an opioid antagonist, naloxone, and it restored their, or at least it prevented the negative effects induced by social defeat. So we have restoring your androgens, we have um, increasing glucocorticoid receptor in the hypothalamus with emodin, then we have blocking the opioids, so coffee can do that, not caffeine specifically, but coffee, and also uh, the pharmaceutical naloxone opioid antagonist. And then we want to look at um, upregulating the dopamine receptor, that's gonna be key for resolving that anhedonia, right? So the moment you have reduced levels of dopamine, 
signaling, you automatically get an increase in prolactin and the serotonin and potential estrogen as well. So prolactin is also not very good <laughs> for <laughs> just the whole personality. You, you'll typically see someone that has higher levels of prolactin tends to be very, you know, like more like a beachy person. They, they're not very calm, they're very sensitive, and dopamine can help to kind of protect against that by lowering prolactin. So the things that I would go for increasing the dopamine receptor would be sulbutiamine is one of those. It's a fat-soluble vitamin, B1, version of B1. Then also vitamin D, make sure you get a lot of sunlight, get that vitamin D going, and that will upregulate the dopamine system. The other ones would be uh, hordenine. It's a very interesting compound that increases the sympathetic nervous system, like dopamine, norepinephrine, and also the dopamine receptor. But the half-life is relatively short, so I would rather use, I think they, they extract the hordenine from like a fermented barley. But I'll link that in the description for you guys so you can check it out. I've written two articles on that. I will also link that for you in the description below. Hordenine is a good one. Then there's self-heal. It's called Prunella vulgaris, I think. So that one is also very good for increasing the dopamine receptor. And there's other compound that I used, Longdan uh, Zigantang, I think it's called. It's a combination of various different herbs that's also very effective at um, increasing the dopamine receptor. And I think it has anti-estrogenic effects in the pituitary, so it's very effective at lowering prolactin, upregulating steroidogenesis. So Longdan Zigantang is a good one. The self-heal is really good because it's only one herb. It has strong anti-estrogenic effects as well. And estrogen is independently associated with erectile dysfunction and inhibiting whole uh, steroidogenesis axis. So uh, self-heal, uh, sulbutiamine, vitamin D, I think that's a good one. But there's two articles I wrote on how to increase dopamine receptors. So you guys can check that out uh, and just choose which specific compound you want to experiment with. So to, to wrap it all up, here is the stack that I would use. I would drink coffee to block the opioid effects. I would supplement some DHEA and testosterone if you can, if you have low testosterone, or you can just um, upregulate the production of testosterone. I've written an article on how to increase testosterone. I'll link that for you guys as well. So you want to make sure you upregulate your androgens. So opioid antagonism, upregulate androgens like testosterone, DHEA, DHEA specifically, and you can combine that with androsterone as well. And then um, upregulating the glucocorticoid receptor in the hypothalamus to lower CRH and also um, cortisol, and that you can do that with Imodin, but other compounds like um, triglycerides is also very good for that. And then restoring dopamine transmission with something like self heal or uh, Prugella. Ah, man, these names. I'm just going to call it self heal. So that would be the kind of like the stack that I would use to resolve it. And then obviously you have to change your mentality as well when it comes to social defeat. As I mentioned in the previous video, you want to make sure that the person that is socially defeating you is not just sitting on your head. It's not uh, dominating you and you always have to submit. You have to think of ways to, for you both to, it's a win-win situation where you don't feel you have been socially defeated. You still get a small win out of that. And that should help to prevent that social defeat. And then if it's other things like you feel jealous of other people or you feel like you're not a success or something like that, you have to work on that to fix that self-defeating mindset. Um, and it could be by learning and reading to increase your knowledge on how to make more money or stuff like that, or just to work psychologically on yourself, not to be jealous by that, because you have to ask yourself questions like, you know, oh, that guy has a private jet, that's so awesome. 
but you know, would I like to have a private jet? And I'm just like, yeah, I would like to have a private jet. It's like, why is that? Well, I wouldn't want to post it on social media. It's like, well, that's not a good reason, you know. If it's just to show off for your car or whatever, it's, it's not a practical reason. If you, if you were alone in the desert, and you didn't have to have any uh, physical possessions, you would not be socially defeated because a lot of things that we do these days and the things we want is to impress other people. And if we can let go of wanting to impress other people or being afraid of what other people think, we would be so much better off. So as long as we can practice uh, the emotions of not caring what other people think, the better off we will be. So get rid of fear. And social defeat creates fear, but also fear creates social defeat. So it's kind of like a vicious cycle there. We have to get rid of that. And um, I hope this video was helpful. If you have any questions, please leave it in the description below. This is more of a comprehensive guide on how to fix your social defeat, more so than the other one. So this is kind of like part two of fixing social defeat. And uh, yeah, let me know if it was helpful. If you have any questions, please, please leave that in the comments below, and I'll get back to you. All right, my sunlight summarize. Have a great day further. Check you